Christian Therapy Podcast. It is your host, Aisha Barano. Let's get into today's episode. So today we're going to be studying from 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. And today I'm going to be reading from the Passion Translation. But just to give you a little bit of a context as to what this letter is about. This letter is a letter written by Paul. Um, It is addressed as from Paul, Silas, and Timothy. And so he was writing the letter to the church in Thessalonica. Um, And so this was a church where Paul had visited previously, um, but his stay was cut short. And so he had to run. Paul and his companions basically had to run because their lives were in danger. So after they left the city, Paul now wrote back to those believers there because he had been hearing good things about them and he wanted to write to strengthen and to give comfort to them. So that's pretty much the introduction. Um, and so if we read from the beginning, you just see how it says from Paul, Silas and Timothy we send our greetings to you, the congregation of believers in Thessalonica, which is in God, the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. May God's delightful grace and peace be upon you. And he goes on to say, we are grateful to God for your lives and we always pray for you. For we remember before our God and Father how you put your faith into practice how your love motivates you to serve others and how unrelenting in your hope-filled patience in our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, first of all, I don't know if I mentioned, but I'm reading from the Passion Translation. And so if you continue reading, then he says, Dear brothers and sisters, you are dearly loved by God. And we know that he has chosen you to be his very own. For our gospel came to you not merely in the form of words, but in mighty power infused with the Holy Spirit and deep conviction. Surely you remember how we lived our lives transparently before you to encourage you. And just to clarify also, it talks about if we go back to where it says, for our gospel came to you, not merely in the form of words, but in mighty power infused with the Holy Spirit and deep conviction. The gospel, when you're preaching the gospel, the gospel will be expressed. The ministry will be expressed by the word of God. It would be characterized by power as well. There would be an unmistaken, um, unmistakable presence of the Holy Spirit and sincere conviction of truth. Um, and so if we go ahead and go to verse 6 it talks about and you became followers of my example and the lord's when you received the word with the joy of the holy spirit even though it resulted in tremendous trials and persecution so even if you give your heart to christ and um you know and you are now in the church that does not prevent you from going through trials and persecution that does not stop us and i think sometimes as christians we feel like oh we can't have trials oh everything yes everything works together for our good but that does not mean that there can't be trials and persecution which will work together for our good but sometimes you get persecuted that's just the reality and so sometimes call me i guess i'm here to manage your expectations sometimes that as christians sometimes yes there might be tribulations there might be persecutions 
but be of good cheer because what does the word say i've overcome the world that's what jesus said he's overcome them all and if you are in christ you have overcome them all as well and if you continue reading verse a let's do verse six again and you became followers of my example and the lord's when you received the word with the joy of the holy spirit even though it resulted in tremendous trials and persecution now you have become an example for all believers to follow throughout the provinces of greece the message of the lord has sounded out from you not only in greece but its echo has been heard in every place where people are hearing about your strong faith we don't need to brag on you for everyone tells the story of the kind of welcome you showed us when we first came to you and everyone knows how wonderfully you turn to god from idols to serve the true and living god so he's basically at this point telling them about how they've been such a good example how they became followers of the Lord, even though they were going through persecution, how they received the, the word of God with joy, with gladness, you know, and it talks about how they sounded the echo of the word. So that means they took the word that they heard and they were saying it to other people. And so it was almost like there was a consensus. They were hearing stories about their strong faith. And so Paul was saying to them that he did not even need to brag on them. Because everyone tells of the story of them. Literally, everyone has a good report about them. So why do we even need to brag on you? And then he goes on to say in verse verse 10, And now you eagerly expect his son from heaven, Jesus, the deliverer, whom he raised from the dead and who rescues us from the coming wrath. Now, the gospel has the ability to change lives when you receive the gospel change has come but then there there is it requires you to repent and turn away from past your past past experiences and to believe in jesus and his resurrection okay and so true repentance means that there is a complete transformation you turn away from your life is changed forever and the church in Thessalonica were very famously known for they turned wholeheartedly to God. They abandoned worshipping false gods. They became passionate servants of Jesus Christ. They were preaching the gospel. There was an echo about them everywhere. People were talking about their strong faith in God. And finally, they were eagerly anticipating the, the coming of Jesus Christ. So he's basically admonishing them. He's like, you know, I'm writing this letter. I'm basically telling you all the things I've heard about you and how he's excited that they've chosen, you know, to follow, to follow Christ, how the gospel came, not just in words, but in power too. So he's literally expressing to them how grateful he is for God in their lives and he's, and how he's continually praying for them. And when I think about it in like day to day, I'm like, if someone is looking at you, what would their letter be about you? What would their report be about you? Let's say, imagine like you're in church with Paul, for example, and Paul had to 
see how you were acting, for example, and how you lived your life, do you think his report about you would be great, would be as good as his report about the Thessalonican church? Or would it be something completely different? Would he be like, wow, I've heard about all the quarrels and the fights and all these things you keep getting into and we're concerned. Or is it going to be, I've heard good things, amazing things. I've heard that you've wholeheartedly turned towards God. I've heard that you've abandoned putting your work as an idol, putting your family as an idol. I, I can see that you're passionate about the gospel of Christ, how you preach the gospel. Or is he going to say, I see how you only come to church once a week and do not pray any other day. Or is he going to say, what exactly would the report, if someone was watching you right now, what would their report be about you and your Christian walk with God? What would it be like? Would they be like, oh, this person is a lazy Christian. She don't want to do nothing. She don't want to pray. She doesn't want to spend time with God. She doesn't want to spend time with anybody. Or are they going to be like, wow, this person is a child of God through and through. They are passionate about God. They they love the Lord and they strive to do better every single time. Be that person. Be that person where even when no one is watching, if someone happened to be watching, they would have reason to glorify God. And I think about this sometimes and I'm like, if any if if any if anything i feel like i haven't really been thinking about it as much as i should lately and i need to get back into that mind frame where i used to always say if everything that you do and how you live your life is displayed on a big screen for everyone to watch how would you feel would there be anything that you would be embarrassed or ashamed about or would you be excited for people to watch your life and see how you truly live your life for god and, you know, if I'm saying that in interest of transparency, yes, I feel like if I'm putting my life out there and on the big screen, all right, now there are certain things that I feel that I would not want to be watched on big screen. So what do I now need to do? I need to make those adjustments so that if my life is ever displayed on big screen, on the big screen, I know that it's only going to be good reports. It's only going to be amazing, glorious, you know? Yes, praise the Lord. I want people to watch my life and be like, wow, I give glory to, to the Lord Jesus Christ. As opposed to, oh my God, and she calls herself a Christian. Oh, and he calls himself a Christian. So I want to challenge you today. Think about it every time you want to make that decision. Every time you're thinking of losing your marbles with someone. Anytime you're thinking of cursing somebody out calling someone all sorts of names in the book remember if your life is projected on the big screen would jesus love it would you be embarrassed would you be happy if it is in front of all your church members all your friends or your family or would you feel slighted would you would there be shame there would you be embarrassed and if you can truly say that you'd be embarrassed then there's certain things that you need to work on and adjust. And we're all a work in progress, but we need to continue to take the steps and tap into the grace of God that we have received um, and continue to move things forward. I'm looking forward to reading the next chapter tomorrow with you guys. So I will talk to you guys soon. Just 
before we end today's episode um if you have not said the prayer of salvation which means that you have not given your heart to jesus christ i want to give you an opportunity to give your heart to christ now um so one of the big things that i have to emphasize is the fact that you have to believe completely um with all of your heart and you have to speak forth so which means you have to say it um whilst believing in your heart now it is not enough to believe you have to believe and speak um and it's not enough to speak without believing so it requires both so now i'm going to say the prayer of salvation and i need you to repeat it after me oh lord god i believe with all my heart in jesus christ son of the living god i believe he died for me and God raised him from the dead. I believe he's alive today and forevermore. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life. From this day, through him and in his name, I have eternal life. I am born again. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I am now a child of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you have said this prayer, welcome to the family of God. You are now a child of God. You are now born again. You can confidently say, I am born again. Glory to God. And so now if you want to learn more about how to live your life as a born-again Christian, I will encourage you to go back and listen to every single episode on this podcast. Just keep listening and you will continue to see the transformation in your life. And also, I will encourage you to go out there, go on Google and search for Now That You Are Born Again by Chris Oyakilome. And if you review that, you will see in the book it explains carefully what happens now that you've given your heart to Christ it explains clearly what you have received as a child of God and so I will encourage you to actually go and read the book it's a really short book it's a pdf um, version and it is free online too and if for whatever reason you're unable to get the book just send me a direct message on Christian therapy um um using the christian therapy handle um on instagram um yeah so just send me a direct message and i will organize for it to be sent to you so yeah thank you so much um for listening to today's episode god bless you and i will see you next time bye